How was Hawaii? It was good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who said that? It's always good. Somebody said that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like in the 60s while you were gone here. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. All right. Well, this is uh, uh, for all of our guests here today. You have an opportunity to sign up for ministries at our church. <laughs> so, I've been doing a series on, on the church, and uh, today was going to be kind of the kickoff for signing up for ministry. So do not feel obligated. Okay, we are glad you're here with us, worshiping with us. I'll, I'll present the word of God, but at the end of the service, there's going to be opportunities to sign up for ministry. But I, I, I pray it'll bless you, but we're not... Uh, not asking to sign up for ministries this Sunday. <laughs> okay. I've been going through a series on the church, and um, we I'll just briefly go over the things that we went through. The first lesson that we went through is that the church is God's household. You know, it's God's family. You know, it's not a business organization. It's a family, and it's the church of the living God. And it's also the pillar and foundation of the truth. Man, we hold these truths. No matter what's happening in society, we hold those truths of God. The second lesson was the church is like a tennis match. You remember that one? Okay. You know, it's like a tennis match. Unless somebody serves, nothing happens. Okay, so churches, they're made up of people who serve. The third lesson was you need his church. And his church needs you. You need his church. If you're a believer in Christ, you need to be knit into his church. Plus, his church needs you. There's things that God put in you that as we together, uh, as we do our thing together here, that's how it all works. Uh, Last week, it was um, serving a burden or an honor. And we went through several passages on the giftings that the Lord is, it calls them grace, okay, charisma. There, there are these grace giftings that the Lord has given us so that the grace of God can flow through us to other people. We serve one another with the gifts that we have. And I'm so thankful that we have so many people serving. It is a blessing to see that. But today will be the final lesson, and it is we serve for their sake. And our text is going to be Matthew 9, uh, going through verses 9 through 13. I have this in the New Living Translation, so let's look at Matthew chapter 9, starting with verse 9. As Jesus was going down the road, he saw Matthew sitting at his tax collection booth. I'm sorry to bring up tax stuff so much right now, but... (laughs) Come, be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. Man, Matthew heard Jesus' call, and he said, I'm going to follow Jesus. He just did it. That night, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to, his, to be his dinner guests, along with his fellow tax collectors and many other notorious sinners. It's like Matthew says, I'm going to follow Jesus, and you know what? I'm going to invite everybody I know to see Jesus. They can make their own decisions, but I'm going to invite them to see him. So they're all together in this house. 
The Pharisees, the religious leaders, were indignant. Why does your teacher eat with such scum? New Living Translation. You've got to love the New Living Translation, man. Why does your teacher eat with such scum? They asked his disciples. And here we're going to get into the, really our text for today. With our first po- uh, point being, people need Jesus. People just need Jesus. Verse 12. When he heard this, when Jesus heard this, Jesus replied, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Then he added, Now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to be merciful. I don't want your sacrifices. For I have come to call sinners, not those who think they're already good enough. Let me pray, and then we'll get into this. Father, we thank you for your word. And Jesus... uh, Just help us not only to see your words, but your heart. And as your church, we want to have your heart, and we just want to walk in your will. So today, by your Holy Spirit, Father, just just plant the seeds, do the work, and may your church just bring glory to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. People need Jesus. Pretty simple point. Healthy people don't need a doctor. But you know what? Jesus knew there really aren't any healthy people. There's just people who think they're healthy. (laughs) But they're not. Spiritually, without Jesus, you are not healthy. But I'm a spiritual person. Yes, but you're a dead spiritual person. Unless you have Jesus. You know, it's just scripture lets us know that. But some people, they don't think they need Jesus. Uh, They may believe that they're already good enough, but we know that you just, there's nobody that's good enough. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short. Everybody needs a Savior. Did did anybody in this room need a Savior? I'm glad he's still my Savior. (laughs) I am. Some people may not think that they need Jesus, but... We all do. And some people, they know something is missing. They're walking through life, and they know something is missing. They may not know what it is, but they're always trying to find that thing that is going to fill that longing. And And you can fill it with a lot of stuff. But Jesus is the only one that can fill that spot. He is the only one that can make that thing complete. So there's a lot of people that are sick, and they can't heal themselves. They can't. They're sick from the sin and stuff that's gotten in their lives, and sin, man, it'll it'll mess you up. Have you noticed that? It does not add to your life. (laughs) Not good things, anyway. There's people that, you know, on the outside, it may look like everything's fine, but on the inside, man, they're isolated, and they're alone. And they've kind of learned to live without hope. Some people have just learned to live without hope. But we don't have to live without hope. Man, we can live with an abundance of hope. So, they can't heal themselves. And there may be some things that they're just totally unaware of. Number one, only Jesus can fill that void in their life. Only Jesus Secondly, 
really only Jesus can heal those things that are broken. We, we get some stuff that's broken on the inside of us, you know, emotionally and so on through life. And Jesus, is, you know, he doesn't slap band-aids on things. He really wants to heal things. Jesus is the healer. He, he said in one place that a, a smoldering wick, he wouldn't snuff it out. A bent reed, he wouldn't break. You know, he came to heal. He wants to heal people. He wants to breathe life back into people. You know what I'm talking about. He wants to do that. And, it, and Jesus is the only one that can make, uh, he's the only one that can make a way for people to be restored to a relationship with God, where God isn't on the outside, but he's actually on the inside. He's the only one that can do that. And Jesus is calling out to people. He uses people to call out to people, but he's calling out to people. The, our text today said, For I have come to call sinners, not those who think they're already good enough. Now, I'm just going to give just the gospel. It's so clear, and you know it. But Jesus, he already took all of our sins, all of our scars. He already did that. He already took everybody's punishment in this entire world. All the ways that they have sinned against God, all of the, just all of the things that they've done, Jesus already was punished for all of their sins. It, that's been done. He died for our sins. And then he was raised back to life so that we also can be raised to a new life in him. That's what he wants to do, raise people out of spiritual death into a life connected with God again, where they're forgiven, they're restored, and actually God, by his spirit, comes inside of them, and he writes his laws right on their heart, and then walks with them in this life. It's a whole new life to live. It's a whole new life to live. And he's calling out. Now, the way I'm going to end this service today is totally different than I typically do. But I want to do something right now. I know it's the middle of the service, but I'm going to do it right now. Go ahead and close your eyes. Okay, I'm looking for the peekers. Usually there's a peeker or two. (laughs) Okay. I know that Jesus is calling out to people already. And today, if you're someone that says, I need Jesus, I know I do. I've tried other stuff, but I need Jesus. And I am willing to make him Lord of my life. I will let him into my life and I will follow him. I want that new life, that forgiveness, that cleansing, and that new life that comes with Christ. I really do want that. You know what? If that's the hunger of your heart, because I'm not going to have this appeal at the end of the service, I'm going to do it right now. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Okay? Anybody else? All right. Okay. You can put your hands down. See, I mean, Jesus is so wanting to reach people. 
And this world can get into our lives and just really mess things up. But Jesus is wanting to reach people. Each person that raised their hand today, I'm going to just lead you in a prayer. But, it, but it's not a prayer to tack Jesus onto your life. It's a prayer to surrender your life to Jesus. Because when you receive him as Lord and Savior, that's when it works. That's when lives change. Forgiveness flows. Mercy is poured out when you receive him as Lord and Savior. So say this with me. Dear Jesus, I need you. I've been trying things that have taken your place and they don't work. And a lot of them are sin. And I ask you to forgive me. And right now, I receive you, the Son of God, who died for my sins, to be my Savior. And my Lord, I give you my life. Please come into mine. Cleanse me. Forgive me. And help me walk with God. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. Amen. Amen. You know what? A sincere prayer changes a life Christ is in you you know I've got so many things I want to do today and I can't keep people here forever so um, but I want to encourage you if you've received him into your life we'll get you a Bible we have Bibles here I want you to start reading the Bible because God is going to speak to you Literally, he's going to speak to you as you read his Bible. Hope is going to rise up. Strength is going to rise up. Direction is going to come. God speaks through his word. And then I want you to keep coming back to church because I'm going to keep messing with you as long as you come back here. But but I want to mess with you God's way, okay? All right. I I felt like the Lord was telling me, I want you to get people a chance to respond because there's hungry people. And then everyone else can see, you know what? People want Jesus. They want Jesus. So now let's go back to serving Sunday. So the first point was people need Jesus. People need Jesus. The second point is this. South Anchorage Assembly, who we are, we exist to help people know Jesus. We exist for that purpose. It, it, it's what we are. Everything we do has that focus in mind. We want people to know Jesus. We want people to grow in Jesus. But we do that together. We grow in Jesus together. It's not a bunch of individuals trying to grow in Jesus all over the... We do it together. Remember, the, God's church, it, it's a family. It's the household of God. So when you invite people to church... And I want you to invite people to church. When you invite people to church and they come through these doors, we have a purpose here. You know, I'm going I'm to let you in on some of our inner workings this morning. I'm not going to show you the secret signs yet. That comes a little later. 
Now, there are no secret signs, okay? There's, we are not a secret society, okay? But let me tell you, when, when you invite people to church and when they come in, our hospitality ministry teams, they are eagerly waiting for people to come through those doors. You know what? They are waiting because they're going to greet people with the love of Jesus. Sincerely, this is not a gimmick, this is sincere. And they're going to greet people with the love of Jesus. The people standing at the doors, they want Jesus to touch those people coming through the doors. They want to be used by God. Karen's at the guest table, we need more people at the guest table at times. But, you know, that's just touching people, letting them know we care about you. We want to know your name, we want to acknowledge you're here. We want to give you an opportunity to get to know us. And we'll get information and we'll try to contact them later. There's purpose in all of this because we care about people. Okay? I mean, people need Jesus and it's all about that. People need Jesus. We want people to be comfortable when they come in. Our connections ministry team, there's people that are preparing, you know, buying food. It's been pretty much Lori and I lately, but that'll change after today. But anyway, (laughs) buying food and then preparing food and getting food ready because, man, we just want to bless people when they come in. We want to have an atmosphere where we can just sit and talk, eat together, get to know one another. But people need Jesus. It's all about that. And again, it's not a gimmick. It's sincere. But we don't want to just have people come through a door, listen to a message, and leave again. That's not what Jesus wants. You know, they'll know we're Christians by our love for one another. We're ministering to each other. So the Connections Ministry team, all of the work that they do is for the sake of people knowing Jesus, growing in Jesus. Our children's ministry teams, we're not just babysitting. They are ministers, ministering to the children. Okay, in the nursery, the love of Jesus, we want the love of Jesus to touch those children that are in the nursery. We want the Spirit of God to touch the kids when they're in kids' church. You know, all of these things we're doing, and I know I'm being repetitive, but it's all, it's a purpose. We want people to know Jesus, and we want people to grow in Jesus. Worship ministry team. They pray for this service. They're not up here just trying to do a good job with music. They pray for their service. They want God to touch people when they come in here. They want to create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit can minister to the hearts of people and even draw people to himself. Could you sense God's presence today as we worship together? You know, but but it's all for a purpose. It's not try to be better than the next church down the block. It has nothing to do with that. Sound and AV ministry. Some of these ministries are in the background. But I tell you what, it's all about people being touched by Jesus. The AV, they want to, they want to keep the distractions to a minimum. They want to just support everything going on up here so that they're never noticed. Jesus is getting the attention. It, it, it's all. It's all for Jesus. People knowing him. Wednesday nights, we've got Awanas, we've got Royal Rangers, we've got those kids' ministries. We, got, we have several children in the, in the daycare. We have a Christian daycare. It's a Christian daycare, but a lot of parents and kids aren't Christians that come. But we, we're trying to bring children into the Wednesday night ministries after the daycare. And I mean, uh, we're thinking about actually starting to feed kids right after daycare so parents can let the kids stay, and then the kids will feed them and take them right into the kids' ministry programs and you know jump a whole bunch more kids will come. That all takes 
volunteers. Have you ever done too much before? How long do you want to keep doing too much? Forever? <laughs> Whatever grace is on you, I would like it. Okay. <laughs> you can't do everything. But everybody together can do the things that matter. Our helps ministries. I mean, there's a lot of background stuff. All the things that get set up, all the things that get put out that look nice, they all have to get put away again. You know, uh, cleaning up after the service. Some of you guys, when you eat, you're a little sloppy. Yeah, I've noticed it. I've noticed it. We have to vacuum and stuff. There's another service after ours, so we have to do all of that. Usher ministry team, why do they do that? Because they want people to know Jesus. They want to serve. They want people to feel welcome. They want people to feel loved. They want to take care of needs within the service as it's going on. There's purpose in all of this. Feeding the homeless ministry. Not everything happens in this building. Things outside of this building. We've got Eldon, Pastor Eldon and Gloria and others on that team. They're making sandwiches and they're going out looking for people who desperately need Jesus. And they're feeding them and giving them a word in that lunch praying for them. You know, there's, there's purpose in all of this. The verse went, again, in, in our text was verse 12. When Jesus heard this, Jesus replied, healthy people don't need a doctor. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not here for just healthy people. We're here for sick people. Sick people. Because Jesus wants to put their lives back together again. And Jesus wants to use us in that process. When I became a Christian, Jesus was very real to me, but Jesus used lots of people to help me out. And uh, I want to be the same way. Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Then he added, now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to be merciful. People, they've got needs, they've got problems, they cause problems. And I want you to be merciful. He wants that more than the sacrifice that we could give. Then he says, for I have come to call sinners, not those who think they're already good enough. So we're getting close to, we're getting closer to the end. (laughs) Let's look at these two passages. 1 Peter 4.10, we talked about this last week. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. So that's kind of the focus that we're pointing at this morning. God has graced you with giftings and abilities, and we went through a lot of that last week. But it is for the purpose of serving others. And so that's just God's plan. That's the way he kind of designed things. Ephesians 4.16, I put it in the New Living Translation. It says, under his Christ's direction, the whole body, that's us. Jesus is the head. His church is the body. We're all members of his body. We all have a part in his body. Under his direction, the whole body is fitted together perfectly. Fitted together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow 
you need the church, the church needs you. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. We want South Anchorage Assembly to be a place where it's healthy, it's growing, it's full of love. And as the Lord brings people to us, we are faithful. You know, we are faithful. We love them. We serve them. And as they're integrated into the body, you know, then we're, we're all loving and serving together. Now, I was totaling it up this week as best I could. And uh, we have around 50 teens and adults that are involved in ministry teams here. Around 50. And that's good. Praise God. That's wonderful. Give yourself a hand. Okay. Yeah. Now, some serve on a weekly basis. Okay, some ministries, it's a weekly basis that you're serving. Some ministries are like once a month that you serve. Any ministries that are going on during the adult service, you know, helping with children and so on, we try to make that rotational once a month serving so that people can be in the service and serve, but they're, you know, they're not always missing the service here. So some things are every Sunday or every week, and, and some things are uh, more rotational. See, and it also depends on the level of commitment that people can make. So, uh, but I also found out this that out of the around 50 people, about 23 of them are serving in two or more areas. Wow. Some people are serving quite a bit. Some, I look at it and I say, yeah, man, they're, they're young, they're full of energy, got time. Bless them, man. wonder if they could go for four. <laughs> but, but others, it's like, they're busy. Maybe a little too busy. You know, so, so anyway, I just, I want people, well, let me get my, I need my rubber band. Okay, this is very important. If anybody causes a problem. God created people something on the order of a rubber band. A rubber band is made to stretch when it's not being stretched it's small and relaxed remains in this shape and it's not doing what it was created to do it might look like it's just having a good old time but it is not doing what it was created to do rubber bands were made to stretch and as they stretch their use is holding things together it's a good purpose It's a good purpose. Rubber bands were made to stretch. We're like rubber bands. God says, I don't want you just living comfortable lives. I want to stretch you. I want to put you in areas of ministry and service. I want you to grow. Have you experienced that? Oh, yeah. But you can stretch a rubber band too far. Ever done that? Playing with a rubber band and all of a sudden smack. It's like, ow, Stretched it a little bit too far and it snapped. We don't want any people snapping around here. Okay? That's not healthy. That's not good. Sometimes it leaves quite a mess when that happens. But we have some people that are too busy and I don't want them to be that busy. I just want us all to serve Jesus together for the purpose of touching people's lives. So, Our goal 
This is our goal. You might not have known it yet, but today you know this is our goal. So we've got around 50 serving right now. Our goal is that by Easter, we will have 75 people serving on ministry teams. That's our goal, 75 people. Give yourself a hand for having so much faith. All right, that's good. Is it doable? Yeah, it is. It is doable. So that's our goal. By Easter, we'll have two services on Easter. We'll need lots of people, okay? So that's our goal. Now, I need to... um, We're going to do the kickoff now. So I have all of these sheets here. I'm going to ask the ushers to come and pass these out. Just... One stack per row, there's 10.